Sludge Lords, first ever guest. Oh. My buddy Yuri. Dude, thank you guys so much for inviting me on as the first guest ever on top of that. Thank you guys. Let me tell you something. For this episode, we decided that we were just going to get high as fuck. Sounds like a plan. And when I think about getting high, when I think about somebody who loves to just stare into the void and mm-hmm. just face down their own meaningless existence through <laughs> cannabis. I think Yuri. Bro, you thought well. You feeling empowered by that statement there, Yuri? I kind of do, and it kind of makes sense because I remember... Worthless I, existence? Not worthless. Is it, is it worthless to be stoned all day? No. It's like yeah. I'm, I'm a deep thinker here over here. It's like I'm not a surface level thinker. Tell me thinker. one deep thought you had today while stoned. One deep thought. Um, fuck, dude. No, no, you see, it's like asking for a joke on the spot. I can't just whip out a deep thought. I have what to did be- you do today? Uh, what did I do? T- oh, I was streaming earlier today, and then uh, I smoked a couple of streaming times. Streaming is a good excuse for people who want to do absolutely nothing with their day to uh, act as if they did something because they did nothing in front of, like, 50 I, people. It's the most no, effortless no, no. form of content creation, bar none. He looks down upon it because he's a vlog creator. Now, I, now I feel offended because I actually was doing something. I was scamming people on Omegle. I wasn't just sitting there willy-nilly, you know, twisting my fingers. So that's how you were bringing value to society. You're (laughs) scamming people on an anonymous dial-up app. Well, my value to society is teaching people not to trust people on the internet. Right. For anyone that didn't know that, they know that. Russian after all. You can't do something bad and then claim that you doing the bad thing is good because it sets an example for other people to see how bad things can be. You can if you're the pioneer in it. I can't no. be a bank robber and be like, look, I'm doing good because I am showing the banking industry how lax their security protocols are. That doesn't work. People it, it actually work. have done that, though. But no, people try to argue that. And you know what? <laughs> you know what? Another dumb argument I heard there was uh, they were talking about cuties. You ever see that movie on Netflix? Huh? Yes, where the young girls doing sexual dance moves. Yes, I haven't seen it, but I heard some people arguing about it. And the guy, the argument was basically, do you think it's okay to create child porn? In order to make a statement about how bad child porn is. Because that's basically what cuties is. Yes, and that's basically Yuri's no, argument no. about his productivity <laughs> today. There has to be a line. Child pornographer, no, dude. there has to be a line that's drawn. Child pornography is a bit too far. But Tell as us for... about your CP collection, as I will call it. No, for the no, no. Sake. I have no, no such collection, actually. You don't keep your hard drive on site, do you? Because Adam could be implicated. That's oh why I got fired God. from my jumper. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't keep my hard drive on deck anymore. Actually, I have my computer here, but it's been wiped. And right. He's always like, actually answering the question. You can get yourself in trouble. What? Tell oh the audience God. you don't have child. Porn. I don't have child. I don't know okay. how. Oh yeah, we can't even say that word on YouTube. Let's can call we? it CP. Let's call it CP. Yes, exactly. Or we, we can do like the, the YouTube style editing where you put like the most momentary. So it'll be like I don't give a shit. And it's, I don't give a. Shit. It's like every <laughs> single part of it, but with a little tiny blip in the middle. Hey Josh, can you get the vowels on <laughs> child porn, please? We'll just say it again. The vowels. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dip, 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 dip. You too high to remember what vowels are right now? No, I know what vowels are. I think we should actually practice our vowels on stream. Or on I think podcast. if we can get through all the vowels after we get through all of this, we'll have accomplished something. Mm. Certainly, Hit. Yuri, it'll be the most. I want to see you take a bong rip. Me too. I want to see you take a dab and a, a, a fucking, what's it called? A volcano hit on top Listen, of it as well. I haven't taken a dab in I'm a, a man time. who lives a relatively sober life, and therefore, every time I walk into this building, I got Adam, I got Yuri, rah, rah, oh, rah, my. in my ears, like, Danny, when are you going to kick it out back and just smoke a blunt <laughs> with the boys? 
And I'm like, you know, fuck off, guys. You wouldn't get that pressure if you didn't shame potheads on a daily basis. Like you, you go to people on the street going like, oh, you stoner, you alcoholic, I, I, all this stuff. You got to join draft dodgers. <laughs> what brings this country down? Okay? I actually, I'm a Russian draft dodger. I don't know I how you knew that though. That's interesting. And uh, for the people at home, Yuri has his own podcast called Tent Talks. That's mostly about CP, but also sometimes <laughs> we we'll talk about. <laughs> Did you have Jared Fogel as your first guest? <laughs> that would be a pie. Oh my god! Very topical. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if someone interviews Jer- Jared Fogel for when he a gets YouTube out? video through jail. I don't That's know some sort interview. of like no, phone call. He's gonna have to like go into private life, right? Like, what, I, don't, I don't know what that would consist of. For he's him. gonna be slanging condos with the army hammer. Hopefully, oh, he yes. saves some of that sub money. I feel like once you get into <laughs> trouble like that, that like all your money just disappears at some point. I'm sure they yeah. take it away. It's kind of, I mean, not defending Jared Fogel from Subway, but it does seem like, for instance, with um, our boy, Ep- uh, not Epstein, Weinstein, Harvey yeah. Weinstein. Like, people are saying his entire $300 million fortune is just going to evaporate with legal expenses. Uh, yeah, there's it's no like, way. I mean, at least the guy should be able to be living large in prison, right? But I think you need that kind of fortune in order to weather some of these legal bills. It's not looking good for you, Yuri. But he's already guilty on Weinstein, so he's like, it's like he has no more legal uh, legal bills to worry about. But he's also, up. He why, probably still has what do I have to worry about being here? He's sued for like a hundred things right now. That's kind of true. Obviously. I'm not. I wish to not be sued by any anyone for anything because I am not a viewer of CP. I don't and have any wi- on my computer. You wish to be removed from the Weinstein comparisons. We will consider that. Yes, please. <laughs> we'll throw give that me away back from to that Josh. circle. Josh, Josh is going to give us a verdict later in the podcast about what he thinks of that comparison. That's basically why we brought you here is to yeah. accuse you. Of you these basically, things. and actually, Adam, when you were eating your salmon in the office, I walked in here. I saw Yuri masturbating into that plant. Oh my fucking god! No, number one, What's salmon. Isn't that kind of a crazy thing to eat as an office meal? Very smelly. It's really just a piece of fish. I mean, it's not like I cooked it in the office. Did you microwave it? I microwaved it. He actually smoked it. Mm. You only drink Rockstar and you eat fucking ramen packets. I don't only eat ramen uh, packets, but I do drink Rockstar on a a pretty consistent basis. He was actually pissed at us that we got a weird flavored Rockstar because he's such a a fan of the classic flavor. All the other flavors suck. And when you had like like some uh, fruit punch one, I was like, bro, you could have done so much better. They didn't have the regular version at the 7-Eleven I go to, which honestly seems like a rational decision because who the fuck is buying it? Did, listen, me, I don't know who's buying the fruit punch flavor either, but I, we sampled them all, as you saw, and I am a fan of Rockstar Original too. But you being a fan of you being a brand loyalist to an energy <laughs> drink is like me being a fan of Bank of America. Yeah. <laughs> oh like, they fuck you over. And dude. you know what they say. Rockstar lifestyle might not make it. I'm a flavor loyalist, not a brand loyalist. It's mm. it's the flavor that brings me back. You're it's not the energy. Dude, but it's doing horrible things to you, it just like, like the shit. interest rates on my BOA credit cards. Living are doing in bad Los stuff Angeles does horrible things to us. You know what I mean? Smoking, or putting all this vapors inside our lungs in the next 10 minutes is probably going to be not too good for us either. But Who says? You do these things just for, you know, because you want to live life sometimes. Danny, stop ducking the bong rip. Come on, man. We're doing it. I want to see you get high. Wait, yeah, wait, it just sucks that we don't have a smoke machine because that would make it look like we were I, higher than we are. Dude, I was. I said I wanted to bring one. <laughs> he did say that. God we'll damn it, credit. Adam. I'm happy to take a bong or it, but I just thought the logical progression here would be from most benign to least benign. Well, sure. You want to fucking tap the spliff one? Yeah, time? we have a, we have a spliff. We have a backwood and a swisher because you asked me to roll th- yes. some things up ahead of time. We mm-hmm. have three different options. You could choose actually. If yeah, you want. I would love to do this, Adam, because I would love to see I, you with I, a backwood I, in your hand like your fucking Quavo. Dude, we need to give me that Glock hat over there. I got to put that hood oh, hat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the Glock boys hat? I'm going to need to rock that. But What happened to that? One of the things that's over there, we'll, we'll get some we'll way to fetch boys. it later on. Shout out, Doughboy. One of the things I wanted to talk about is Yuri said he had 
problems rolling a blunt if that blunt happens to be a backwood. Yes. Which is, is something that's just insane to me to hear that there is like a variety of difficulty levels in blunt rolling. It's so cool that you're so white that you don't know that there are a lot of different types of blunts because they're, <laughs> they're just cigars. There's like 10 different kinds in the store. They're just cigars. So but why also, is it so challenging to roll this one? Well, have you ever rolled a blunt in your life? Nope. Who uh, are you to shame me? The, the key to, yeah, this is an argument <laughs> from ignorance, which I respect that you're coming here with your ignorance on, on display, but picture a swish literally you just have to split it down the middle because it's just sealed exactly. it's like a straight one-way wrap very simple when you unroll a backwood it's like a leaf that unrolls from the side of it and it's this whole like wrap that goes around it so it's two very different materials to work with even though they both fall under the category of blunt rolling and let's not even get them into the dutches and rolling the fucking outer leaf around it and i was gonna bring a dutch too but i was yeah. like that's too far i was also, like fuck it if you show up on my podcast you heard me my <laughs> podcast with a pot leaf hat and you can't roll a backwood oh my god you know what i can't no but the thing is you're shaming me also for something that i i, I did ahead of time to care for your guys's experience i didn't want to hand you a, a half rolled backwood because i know my skill level right. so i had trevor adam's employee actually rolled this one for us adam's employee you've been waiting <laughs> your whole life to say that <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's an elitist because he used to be in here on a day. No, basis. I'm not an elitist. And he left to go live his ice Poseidon lifestyle. People treat me as a failure because they say like, "Oh, I've been fired. I collect rocks now." It's like it's like there is no one looks at me as a success story. <laughs> oh, they they like read so like all right. He posted on his story like. Look at this cool rock I found, and it was like a, <laughs> it was like a vaguely like triangular rock, and I thought it was pretty funny, so I just put it on my story, and then you see it on the Reddit like. Look at Adam knows what an idiot year he is. He can't help but laugh at him paying attention to this rock, and it's like, well, I just you know, I mean, that's the kind of thing I would have laughed at him when you worked here for sure. I mean, that's just. Just kind of like the kind of thing I laugh at. Can you please retrieve that story of look at this cool rock I found? Because if you really posted that and it's that simple, I'm going to like you a lot more. Bro, it's literally, I was at the beach and I, like Adam said, I found a rock that was in the shape of a triangle. But not only that, each uh, yeah, uh, side of the triangle flat. had facets on it. It was mm. almost like a faceted triangle. <laughs> Quit describing facet. the rock. What's and a, I was, facet? a facet is it like an element or a thing. No, to it's it. not. It's like when you uh, do like a 45 degree angle, like slice on the side. So no, you, like I am, I have many facets to my personality exactly like I'm nice i'm naughty and I'm that, cool, come, that comes from the original term of facet which is oh. like a, a design that you do on either stone or jewelry or whatever oh it is. okay do so you know that is he bullshit us he's russian i'm not he bullshit. Knows a lot more about rock collecting the thing <laughs> you see these are the benefits of smoking weed danny you I learn about rocks. you learn about rocks learn about random things you know mm, history let's, let's smoke some weed then yeah. oh let's do it this is um, this is really a rite of passage. Lighten up a backwood blunt at in the No Jumper Studio. Exactly where it really goes down, the home of the hitters. Honestly, my favorite thing to see in life is like Jerry a person Fogel. who doesn't usually smoke weed yet heavily, you know, under the influence of weed. You could see them being all high and, and right. like weird, and they're usually not like that. It's mm. funny seeing that actually. Yeah, I like that you appreciate that. Like, I mean, w one thing I was thinking the other day is that Yuri is the only dude I know who got. A girlfriend and then became an incel. Oh my! How? <laughs> how? <laughs> how did I become an incel? I mean, you have more of like an incel ethos rather than like 
actually abstaining from sex. You ever hear Nick Fuentes when he's talking about not having sex and he's like really hyped on it? Like he's fucking no. He's proudly like not fucking. Oh jeez. So it's kind of weird. You don't hear many people talk like that. Like he's like proud of himself for like not you know going into his urges or whatever. Yeah. Or, like... Well, people will try to shame him and be like, oh, like you don't get any pussy. I'll be like, yeah. Like I'm an incel. I don't want to fuck. Oh, no, I'm not on that level. Come on, man. Let's get out of here. But then also, do we call those girls that go on Instagram saying, hey, just completed a, a year without sex? Do we call them incels or are they volunteer? Do vol- girls do that? Yes, they actually. I've seen that before. Are they competing in pageants? It's, it's not- the only time I've actually heard of abstinence in I women. think taking a vow of celibacy for a short period of time is different than identifying with the incel movement. I'm not identifying with <laughs> the incel movement. movement. I just happen to be white, wear glasses, and you know, be lanky and a stoner, and people just throw me into categories, and so I have to just deal with it. He hates the libs. Whoa. He goes in on the libs <laughs> on his story, so they put him in the box. The oh incel my box. god! Well, let's talk about this. Oh no! What's your sex life like? Just from one gentleman with a girlfriend to another? I had a girlfriend for a couple of years, uh, so I'm gonna pre- I'm gonna assume pretty boring. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I would say like like a daily procedure. You know, Whoa! it's kind it's kind of like it's a, a procedure. Wow, I never a procedure. I know it's the word, 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 procedure makes me think mechanical, Mister. It, it, it's love cool words. that you are here because you don't like know his girl and stuff, so you can just ask these questions that I would never ask because I am the person who asks all the. Offensive questions normally, but I would not ask that question. But Listen, I appreciate that you did it. <laughs> tell me about this procedure, Dr. Oh my Yuri. God. It's like a hysterectomy. Well, you, you put know, on latex gloves first? You, you throw on some, you know, R. Kelly possibly. Well, actually, no, not him Great. anymore. You throw this on some, uh, uh, like some love making music. I told you he had CP. So. <laughs> oh, God. Throw, light some candles and then, uh, you know, just slowly get into the vibe of it. You, you see, want me to explain how sex works? You put on R&B and light candles and have romantic sex seven nights a week. Now I know you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> now I know you're lying. Well, he works from home. So it's like he's, he's always there. Yeah, exactly. I'm not really going Although anywhere. I don't know if I believe that either. You know, it's fucking his girlfriend starts <laughs> coming up the stairs of the apartment complex. And she oh says, I believe I can fly. <laughs> and you know, just there's a tingling at the base of her spine. She just has to follow the rose petals. She, she's going to walk in there. That's the rose not like petals. a sexy song. That's an inspirational song. Oh, yeah, they would play true. that song in church and shit. Like, you know what I do when I want to fuck my girl is I put on, uh, Danny, 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 Danny. Green Day? <laughs> <laughs> There ain't nothing wrong oh, that was brain with still. a little bump and grind. What the fuck? <laughs> there okay. ain't nothing wrong. No? You know what? The other go-to song for me would be Californication. I didn't bring that up. Oh, my God. <laughs> on <Fuck>. repeat? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> because you kind of have to put it on repeat because the Chili Peppers songs have so many different vibes that, like, you don't want them to, like, go into a like a weird type of song. Like, even, like, if you put on, like, a sexy Blink-182 song and then they go right into Adam's song... It's yeah. like, oh, no, I'm thinking so, about my dead homie exactly, and suicide exactly, time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But nothing makes you feel more like having sex in the early 2000s other than listening to Red Hot Chili Dude, Peppers. The thing is, like, the Red Hot Chili Peppers are the ultimate, like, I'm 16 years old. I just got a fake ear piercing. And, like, now I want to assert my rock and roll fucking... Okay. Like, like yeah, I feel like that is the most poser <laughs> rock band to, li- to listen to. For and I real. love them, too. And Californication is their most overplayed hit. So I'm just, and this outfit you're wearing right now just screams all those things I described. I would like to nominate Californication for the (laughs) gayest combination of two words that have ever been brought together in the history of music. California, (laughs) I get it. That's where you're from. That's where you live. Whatever. And then fornication. Like these just, 
The but fact it, that it has California, California <laughs> at the end of the name, whatever. I mean, this just this didn't have to happen. You didn't have to like put it into an otherwise pretty good song. They could have been saying something else instead of Californication that would make me feel less dirty about listening to that song. If you listen to the lyrics, that has it's like a double innuendo. It has multiple meanings to it. You're, You're not like, listening that's closely the gay part. enough, bro. <laughs> no, but you don't understand. I, when Anthony I think about Kiedis, Adam, when He's I think about the Chili Peppers, I just think about Flea with just a sock on his dick and the fact that I'm not. Allowed to do that on YouTube for some reason. Uh, That's not insane, right. Right. I want to do all my podcasts like that, and then you have to go to Patreon to see it unblurred. Hmm. <coughs> no one does po- uh, naked podcasts. It's like the nudist community is like missing its own kind of media source. We you know should do mean? a naked podcast because, case in point, people don't look good just sitting naked. That's kind of true. You know, like you have to be in like really good shape to look good just sitting there, like. Like you gotta have your fucking stomach sucked in, titties poked out, Mike's not even in my fucking face. Your torso looks so weird when you push your chest out like that. I know, I feel good. Oh man, I'm already feeling that backwards. You took like two rips. I was gonna say, and you put it down, you even throw it in rotation. Well, I didn't know that was the ethical code. And (laughs) second of all, I thought we had a lot more stuff to get through. This is like when Rogan got high on the uh, the Andrew Schultz podcast. You watched that? Or no, 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 no. Andrew Schultz got high. He uh-huh. got like too high, uh-huh. and it was pretty fucking funny. I didn't catch it. He was he was like not his usual self. He's like, uh, that's what's uh, funny to see. Struggling, but okay. So let me teach you about some weed. Uh, I forgot what the word for it is, etiquette. but etiquette. There you go. When you light a blunt, right? You yeah, get it. You get it. You get thing. it nice and lit. You take a. Pu- you get you get two nice puffs. Puff puff. Pass. You pass it on to either left or right. Usually the left, and then it goes around in a circle until it's complete. And then also we could we should try this game called baseball. Dude, you are uh, you the actual like game of baseball. No, baseball is like when if I I hit it right, and then I have to hold that hit in until the blunt gets back around to me. That's not happening. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? You gonna hold it in your lungs for like fucking a minute and a half? And also, I mean, we at do least it, we could do it really quickly if we just were expedient about the hitting and exactly. passing. Exactly, puff puff fast. You can't be a lagger. Dude, Do you, you look like he doesn't he just look like he's gonna go grab an acoustic guitar and play yes. sublime? He looks like he's busking. He do look like you're busking, dude. Do you think busking? you have any dudes in your crew that would be down to play Ookie Cookie for good money? What the oh. fuck is Ookie Cookie? I don't know what that is it's either. where you get like a big cookie and then you all like jerk off oh. and then whoever comes last has to eat the cookie. Dude, no. we, we need to come to a, come. a universally just like we need to standardize the one through ten scale. <laughs> we gotta standardize how gay we are. Is it, what what is too to, gay to be brought up on the podcast? There are a lot of things we gotta standardize, but we gotta figure out what the fucking name of that game is because I've heard Limp Biscuit, Soggy. Oh, Limp Biscuit. That's the way I've heard I've it before heard, as well. Yeah. Exactly. And then Ookie I've, Cookie. What, what cookie? Ookie Cookie. Ookie, Ookie Cookie. cookie. I like sense, It sounds like a baby's nonsensical blabber. <laughs> have something you heard a baby of a, shouldn't be talking about. Have you heard something called the pirate? The pirate? It's just like where you come in a girl's eye and kick her in the ankle, right? In the shin. You're yes. so proud that he's like, Dude, he's like a 15-year-old. Right? No! He's stealing it off like an Urban Dictionary and shit. He's talking about the pirate and the red hot chili He's peppers. looking for what's oh trending God. on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Dude. You know what sucks is that uh, you ever used to see, uh, you would Google something, like you'd Google like an old meme or something, and uh, Encyclopedia Dramatica would come up. Dramatic? I you don't do, remember, I remember the name no. of that. But. I just found out the other day that it got taken down like a long time ago because it was some kind of like, I don't know, far right extremist plot or whatever they want to say it, it was. Or I guess people were getting doxxed on there, bullying or whatever, like the fucking Kiwi Farms thing that they talk about now. Apparently, Encyclopedia Dramatica was put in that category. What's Kiwi Farms? You don't know about that? It's like a, it's like a website. Okay, so there's a trans streamer, like a female streamer, a male to female trans streamer mm-hmm. who is named Keffels. And basically, 
she since she started getting popular on Twitch has been the subject of a lot of doxing and a lot of attacks and whatever. And so she's become a bit of a folk hero, I guess you could say, uh, online. But then there's a site called Kiwi Farms that is now down. And uh, she basically was it's a site where they take a lot of different people and then they call them lol cows. <coughs> Uh-huh. And they basically just like track their demise, apparently. So, like, oh, they take somebody they don't like, and then they like basically like witness their downfall, slash, like, involve themselves in their downfall and harass them and dox them or whatever. I don't know. Uh, I'm good. Uh, I don't know. Wait, to- wait. Is he allowed to do that? I have my own. Not right really, here. but you know. Yeah, the same exact potion right here. Anyway, <laughs> this site, Kiwi Farms, right? They have like a, a thing called Cloudflare that is like DDoS protection. Basically, it's like the, the it's, it, I guess they protect like 80% of websites online against getting taken down by people trying to hack them and have them kicked offline. And uh, I guess that under a ruthless campaign from Keffels and her friends, they ended up getting Cloudflare to stop working to Cloudflare to stop working with Kiwi Farms and now it's been removed and she's celebrating this as a big victory. Got it. I'm not really sure what you are supposed to do with this information besides no, it's interesting. maybe watch like some clips of it on Twitch playing out. But mm-hmm. yeah, apparently she's been swatted and tormented and chased stuff the internet, but now she's popping and people people like her. So she yeah. should pick up a blunt. It'll probably solve a couple of her issues or problems. I wonder if weed is in her life. While she's celebrating, she might as well. No, exactly. Some of the people on that celebrate uh, the victory. It's probably a short lived victory because I'm pretty sure they're like coming back and like ending up on different domains. I'm not sure. Yeah. But I feel like when that happens they like lose some percentage of the people who are users of the site at some point you know but those with true fortitude no press for on. like is anyone up got taken down and i've been told that there's like a lot of sites that are basically doing what is anyone up did but i don't know, I don't is, know. is anyone up like we had in sacramento and i can talk about sacramento specific shit because a lot of the people here are from sacramento the dirty Oh yeah, that website, that the dirty? yeah, that was located out of Sacramento, though. I'm pretty sure. No, because I, the I dude like who ran it was Nick Ritchie, right? Where was he based out of? I don't know, but I did his podcast one time, and then for some reason, it never came out. I'm pretty sure that guy was sack based because I would know like one out of You're every eight based. of the chicks that were on there. He asked me. I said I wasn't. So what is the dirty like? The Skid Row of it, Sacramento? No, no the dirty was, was a website that was just like is anyone up? Where it's basically like, oh, there's some girl who goes to clubs in L.A. and she's like low key a fucking whore and she sucked the dude's dick on the internet one time and there would just be a post that's like Tiffany who hangs out at this nightclub. Jesus. Look at her sucking a dick that's a couple of years ago and it was just like expose whatever. And but was, a lot of times they wouldn't even have a photo of a chick sucking a dick. It would, it just, would be just be straight like, rumors. Yes, exactly. It's like her graduation photo with her grandma. But it this was like they Heather. Could say, She's a anything. filthy pussy yeah. whore. Oh my god! She got fucked in the ass by three black guys after football practice. And then yes, went home to kiss dude. her boyfriend on the mouth. And what was crazy <laughs> is that I knew dudes dude. who would literally like fuck some chick, get their feelings hurt by her, and then they would be like sending her fucking account to the dirty or as anyone yeah. up, just trying to get her posted and like sending whatever they could. God, I'm dude, not going to admit them up. ever particularly in this myself, but <laughs> I've seen some people go through for for sure. That was almost everybody who post who posted anything on there. I mean. That had to be right. Like, where else? Who else would fucking submit that shit? The gnarliest shit was just how they would give the full names. I'm pretty fucking high, dude. <laughs> full name. Yeah, I don't even know if I care about taking the dabs anymore. I'm just like fucking. This oh one. my god, really? All right, can we at least get uh, Danny Moan's reaction? <laughs> we can get to what the dabs look like. I say we keep moving on down the assembly line. I, I say we start making our way toward Bong World. And I want to see you Volcano. hit a bong. Me too. You want to see me hit a bong at him? Oh, Wait, hold so on. Can you, can you check this out and tell me what you think of this? Listen. This is this is. Wax. Listen, Erie, I want you to know that this substance you're handing me right now 
was a favorite of a guy in our crew who went by the name Rat Dick Ralph. Oh. Okay. I don't what know happened if you to know him? this Rat Dick Ralph. Well, he did some time for a domestic incident in jail. Really? He um sounds like a standard Danny Danny Mullen compatriot. Last time I heard from him, and he's he's a good guy. We like Rat Dick, but he's had his demons. Last time I heard of him, he was trying to procure a social security card from a homeless man really because mm. he was no longer eligible to work he'd been blacklisted by all employment bureaus right and this guy's vice was the dabs yeah mm. i used to have homies who would roll around with the fucking craziest amounts of wax just risking like like a serious criminal charge that shit is like it's pretty serious. You get caught with a crazy amount of concentrates, right? So it can be, you know, in a facility Yuri, <laughs> where there's a security guard frisking people and wanding people. I can't trust that this isn't crack. What the fuck? That's not what crack looks like. Just Show it to Adam. Take, take a dab. Because I said something stupid, I got to take a dab now. No. Is that is working? I don't know if you want to hit that, but <laughs> I'll smoke this whole rock, motherfucker. I, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's do that. Whole rock let's do that. Logs. No, You're I don't right. want to see Satan before. Okay, I get chop a it in half. Right, yeah, let's do this. You fucking piece of shit. I am not going down it's this. It's not road. that big a deal. It's not that much worse than a bong rip. Yeah, dude, exactly. Dude, Yuri, I don't trust you. Let's we, let's weasel you know, our way up to the dab yeah, through yeah, a bong yeah, yeah, first. To me, the Cold War isn't over. Oh, okay? it's restarting apparently now. Yes, it is. And instead of lobbing missiles or threatening to do so. You're trying to threaten me with a dab. Well, I can't confirm or deny that Poon has personally requested I get the American population as high as, you know, stoned and as stupid as possible. It makes sense, dude. It's not what's going on here. I'm just trying to be a friend. You know, it's it's fucking crazy that, um, like, a lot of the shit you see on Twitter, you know how every time you go on Twitter, whatever's trending, you just see either, like, hardcore, like, torch-burning extremist MAGA dudes or, like, Antifa members tweeting, mm. and their tweets all have, like, thousands and thousands of likes. Right. It's been proven that the Russians just had bot farms okay. that were creating all that Twitter division. Dude, I was reading the article about Linda Sarsour, and it was a New York Times article that came out basically talking about how they discovered that basically accusing her of anti-semitism would be like super effective and how the russians were instrumental in destroying the women's march coalition and all this shit but i'm also kind of not convinced because i'm like maybe y'all just are that annoying that people just really hated you that much i don't know how a troll farm with like four thousand accounts total is really going to move the needle that hard i was yeah. going to say it's like i feel like what actually happened there was they did every country probably does this by the way but they probably found one group that did that in russia and then they came out with the fucking clickbait article saying russians are doing this you know what i mean all that stuff but and they people, say they're people like funded think, by the russian government which is that i, always kind of I don't dubious, know but right? also i knowing the stuff i know about russian government i wouldn't be surprised either they're shady as fuck they're very sketchy it's basically a dictatorship it's not a democracy but, but uh, okay if if a group of fake accounts start propping up an idea like a certain progressive politician being a piece of shit and people love that idea so much that then real accounts start retweeting and quote tweeting and tweeting about it themselves and it basically goes outside of the echo chamber of exactly. the fake accounts i mean does that make the idea itself bad just because it was started by a troll army i myself am kind of willing to accept our new troll overlords and really just allow them to sort of call the shots on what's going on in my brain hmm. i feel like the the russian trolls have a good like judge uh, judge of character when it comes to presidents and whatnot right yeah what makes tmz or the fucking hollywood unlocked any more cr trustworthy than the russian troll farms but those troll farms agree. are also what are leading to the cancel culture that you so despise you think so yeah absolutely because 
the Russian trolls are probably, I'm sure, after George Floyd, they were either doubling down on BLM or mm. they're probably doing Blue both. Lives Matter. Promoting yeah, yeah. either or. They, yeah. they do whatever to sow discord. Exactly. Which is and why then, they're so fun. And then the fucking left, in this case, and the tech giants, they get entrenched on the like protect black lives, no hate speech side of things. And they mm. think it's a way bigger problem than it actually is. But okay, dude, okay, I, I, I went to, happening. in the lead up to this podcast, I was looking for some stuff to talk about and I always like to look at some lame ass websites and try to find some, some topics. And so... I, but it's been a long time since I did this. I went to Gawker.com. I went to Jezebel.com. And I went to BuzzFeed.com oh, looking for articles to discuss. Let me tell you, this is a hellscape. Like, <sighs> I feel like they've kind of even, like, realized that the super woke shit maybe doesn't work that well on social media anymore. Yeah. So, like, the content that they are pumping out is just, like, so shapeless. It's just what is nothing. It? It's, it's It would be hard for me to even put into words because it's so lifeless and fucking boring when you look at these sites now and like buzzfeed like every other post looks like blatant advertising it's fucking bad dude these sites deserve to they have nothing go. to talk about anymore they suck so yeah. it's just an article about the best places to move in america but halfway <sighs> through you find out a realtor is writing the post and wants you to sign up for their mailing list there's a lot of that dude the la times is still like mad racial clickbait yeah almost every story has a racial twist and today like the people they let write there's no quality filter really there was an article i read today by a trans masculine black gender non-conforming individual of course i didn't just make that up that wasn't an ad lib that was how the individual described themselves at the top of the article okay. and it was about how they were getting back in touch with their childhood in order to cope with problems by eating a lot of candy, listening to Fallout Boy, mm. and skateboarding, and just being generally carefree. Okay. And that was on the front page of the <laughs> LA Times, as if it were legitimate journalism. What's this issue here? The digital LA Times. It might not have been on the print. I feel like that's all media, though, with the with the racial thing and the race baiting and all that stuff, including it in the titles. From and what all I've stuff. seen, yes. I haven't been on Gawker or Jezebel, like okay. Adam said. That's why I'm shocked to hear that he thinks we're in a post-racial clickbait world. Mm. It's just... It's a different flavor. It's like they have at least a little bit of too much self awareness to be all in on just canceling everybody all the time. Uh huh. <laughs> you, you really gotta. You really gotta give it a scroll yourself in order to really come up with like a characterization of how bad this shit is. Honestly, <sighs> Dude, I gotta check it out. I want you to look right now. I, gonna, I think uh, we could do um, that. Could easily be one of our episodes. Like we just solely pull garbage news articles from sources like that. Oh, that's a good idea. What are you coming at me with right I now? This, this bong right here. I'm wondering you if, if you're you ready to, to hit this or not. Oh, yeah. You hit that. You're going to hit the bong, and then you're going to read Jezebel headlines <laughs> to us. <laughs> Why is your girlfriend's tampon string It's not a that? tampon string. That's it's so a hemp wick, actually, I'm my friend. You see, okay, let me explain this to you. So if you if you take a lighter and try to hit it like this, right, you're technically inhaling some of the butane from the lighter. So what people like to do is light a hemp wick instead, and that way you're not actually inhaling any cancerous fumes what if i want two birds with one stone motherfucker well you want to well, we just supposed to make you live longer not die then he quicker. has to take in his butane separately dude I, I that's true i still can't believe that. that your girlfriend comes home to you playing r kelly Oh or my god! Okay, like you know it's, a, the, it's not always so romantic on a daily basis. Sometimes it's more of a, just a we're gonna you get know, the gimp we're both in, in a rush. Oh, oh, oh yes, I, I forgot. I'll, hold this bottom part. I want to get the gimp in here to force Danny to take this bong right faster <laughs> so that the wick will stop burning. <laughs> Where's Mr. Rattail? Oh, here, go for it. Whenever the you're gimp. ready. That would be his one assignment for the day. Yeah. <laughs> force this in my mouth. <laughs> Fuck you, Yuri. 
Welcome to Jamrock. <laughs> I didn't know if Danny Mullen knew who I was yet, but I was going to introduce myself with a Jamaican accent today, but I, I forgot about doing it when I saw you. <laughs> okay, there you go. Here, I'll hit it right after you. Yeah, now load another one up for me. That's still loaded. I did not clear the bog for the listener. <laughs> Oh no, I packed it very th- you'd have to be a fucking iron lungs to clear this. I packed it. Why'd first. you do that to me? That well, you know, I'm not I'm trying to treat you specially. <laughs> Would you rather me give you a little or a We're lot? St- <laughs> <laughs> Damn, he just falling all over the place. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> oh man. Uh... I should feel good. <laughs> Adam, you ran off to your office, gave some salmon for a pick-me-up. Right. I was, like, looking for a pick-me-up. What were you looking for? What'd you find? Well, cannabis, as it were. Right. That's because, what uh, you found a Pellegrino. Yeah, that too. What do you got for me? Oh, I was, I was, read me some titles. Okay. <laughs> the Women's March. I gotta find something good. Oh, something about the Women's March. Good. Um, good callback. What? House of the Dragon begins burying its gaze. Because one of the gay characters got killed already. I'm like, oh, here we go. That, that, that's good, though. Because they, they found a sneaky way to sort of find a little bit of homophobia in House of Dragons. I which can't believe that. It did not occur to me for even a moment that the fact that he was gay mattered at all. Like, to put in perspective, a woman gets killed in the beginning of the episode who's yeah. clearly in a heterosexual relationship. Yes. I mean, the whole show is just people dying <laughs> left and right. That is unbelievable that <laughs> they that they think gay characters should be immune from the sword. The amazing thing about this, honestly, though, too, is that I bet if you click on that article, it's like seven sentences. Like, the the excuse of, for journalism there is like the 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 level that they're expected oh, yeah, to the hit. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Dude, it's it's um okay. I just this one sentence has two exclamation marks at the end of it, so I'm gonna read it. Later, when he perceived Jeffrey as taunting him about his sexual relationship with Ryan Rana, that was apparently the final straw to brutally kill a gay man whose bleeding out mutilated corpse were then treated to. Not cool. It's the epitome, this is real, of toxic masculinity taken to a violent homophobic extent. Jeez. In the final moments of the episode, Criston is seen nearly taking his life in the godswood, apparently very guilty about everything, though I'm convinced he's more ashamed that a woman solicited him to be her mistress than the fact he just <coughs> killed the man, the queen, uh, killed a man. I love how they're judging the Game of Thrones characters like they're real people. <coughs> this is who with like a one... IQ. They and... must hate Damon, uh, the guy who fucked his niece. Now, Damon, <laughs> they must Damon hate is him, a then. toxic, masculine guy. And he didn't fuck her. He just made out with Tell her. Tell me about Damon. I think they did fuck. <laughs> me reading is not No, going. they didn't? No, okay. I think she was lying when she said that uh, she fucked him. Oh, I love really? how we're just spoiling the show casually for everyone. That's already like two episodes late. So if you haven't seen it by now, you're you're not interested. It's like it's the show is so fucking complicated that even us just mentioning these little details, it's not going to do a whole lot. For Are we you. still talking about Game of Thrones? It's not Game of Thrones. It's House stop. of the Dragons. It's, it's not that. It's not that relatable. It's Game of Thrones, though, right? We don't want. Ba- the... It's like a prequel. We, if we turn this into a, like a, a a really bad Game of Thrones recap show, then we're going to alienate all of our audience members who haven't Thank watched you. the TV show since Saved by the Bell. Thank you. Or who wants to be a millionaire? And that's going to be a thing, dude. Thank you for keeping us on track right now. Yeah, I am. Let's a talk about buttholes. 
I'm officially really stoned right now. We talk about assholes. Uh, yeah, this is kind of like the energy drink episode, except we're being powered by the bong rip. Okay, there's no power in this. It takes your power away. No, it, I, it, I, I think there's going to be a special mm. that comes from within in a couple seconds. Here. Have you ever heard of shotgunning? You want to kiss me on the mouth and blow smoke? How are you a person who doesn't smoke and you know all these terms already? Why did he just bring that up to me? He grew up in America. I did not bring it up to you because okay, that whatever you do, that's very conceited of you. Land, big no, boy. no, no. I don't want to bring a state. Maybe up. we can do a little bit of a test, and Yuri can breathe <laughs> smoke into both Danny's urethra and his butthole. What mm. do you think about that, Yuri? I don't like either of those ideas. We could actually. also cut a small slit in his grundle. Grundle, like blow it through his pants. What's a grundle? Mm. A grundle is like your uh, your gooch. <laughs> what? The, the flap of skin between your balls and your asshole? That's the gooch. That's not a grundle. Just said gooch. Yeah, but grundle, I think, is more of an East Coast thing. I like grundle. <laughs> I love it. I'm it's, happy it's about cool it. It's cool how both coasts came up with their own nonsensical G word. Yeah, it was like language being invented simultaneously. I found thing. out about gooch not too long ago. I always just called it the area between your balls and butthole. I just realized it was called the gooch. That has no ring to it. It's bad marketing. And also I, that <laughs> would kill the romance that you could go with your girlfriend. Baby. <laughs> Lick the area between my balls and butthole. <laughs> I mean, girls don't talk about gooches, so you might still have to clarify well, that a couple times. <laughs> communication is key in relationships. So suck so. my gooch won't get the job done either. Yeah. What was that, Yuri? I was saying communication is key in the relationship. If you explain it that thoroughly, there's no way she can. it would be a misunderstanding. It's either yes or no at that point. Uh, that's true. I would pay to watch you have sex. I have Bro, an idea. what the fuck? Can we get him on Plug Talk? Uh, no comment. Um, but no. I would I like, like to say that... I think, because he does all these like sort of extreme torture streams, right? So he did a <laughs> flu stream for 24 hours that he bitched out on after 16. Oh, yes. He does like these weird like dungeon type streams where people are torturing him and shit. I Would think, you really do all that? I yes, did a gulag stream for two days. We should find a doctor somewhere out there, a chemist, whatever, who can cook us up some good old-fashioned cholera, and you could do a 24-hour <laughs> cholera stream. Is call, I don't know what call, is that close to Jankum? It involves intense diarrhea. Yeah. And although we could probably make some killer Jankum out of your diarrhea from cholera. Josh? Okay. It's called, like, write that I, down. Is that something you die from or is it you just yeah. experience the effects of it? You could definitely die from it, but I think with the modern uh, tools that we have that we could probably make sure you don't die. It's, just, I feel it's like, a classic, dude. You know, like Oregon Trail. That title like, will go crazy. I survived cholera or I, I gave myself cholera. <laughs> For 24 hours. It'd be, it'd you should sell this idea to Mr. Beast. <laughs> 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 Honestly, I tried as hard as I could to get monkeypox. <laughs> I smashed my face into every dick in town. <laughs> remember there was a girl who, like, when COVID first came out, she's like, COVID's not real, and she was licking toilet seats, I that. and then she got COVID. Like, that girl what? was on the podcast. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, well, there you she go. She also sucked uh, Logan Paul's boy Mike's dick. Jesus Christ. Wow, was she hot? She's a super spreader <laughs> is what you're saying. Was no, a, no comment. But she was just a star fucker? Or he was just a star fucker? I don't judge women like that, Danny. Uh, yeah, okay. Is that if you come to the spiritual enlightenment from the marijuana? How would you feel if I had a full-on throbbing boner right now? I, I don't. I'll actually poke my dick and show you I was going to say, is that why you're keeping your leg up that way? No, I actually something? noticed I can't stop doing that on the podcast. Somehow having a leg up is so much more comfortable to me than just having both legs yeah. down. Mm. When I have both legs down, I just sink. Yeah, it's not a very active, powerful I, I need posture. a little stool here, maybe. I don't know. No, here's the truth, Adam, right now. Like, this is such an uncomfortable environment to me still. Like, I, I don't know the way here in my car. Uh, I, I sometimes have to knock and call people to get let in. Mm. Security thinks I'm going to bring in a Beretta. Like, if you guys just both pulled out your cocks and took me right now, I would be sort of like, oh, yeah, I expected this to happen. I was ready for this. Like, 
Oh, you would. Oh, I thought you would be welcoming. Not no, no, no. Up. Like it would be like uh, like a Tyler Durden gets raped by the cops. They try to like cut his balls off in Fight Club. Mm. I would be like sort of like okay, like I could see I could see how this could happen. You I feel like I feel like just with the combined weight of Adam and I, we could just lay on top of you, and there's nothing you could do. He could lay on top of you first, and I could sit on him. And there's no way you're, you're not would getting Would Josh get involved back there behind the console? If Adam wants, wants him to, he probably will. I would love to do some planking around the office with you guys. Planking? Just like good old bros having a plank set? lay down on something, yeah. That's Remember like, that, though, when planking kind of took over the world for a little bit? Yeah, that was... Uh, good old days. What platform was that? Facebook, right? <laughs> I mean, it was yeah, like Facebook. Like, that was like early era Instagram as well. Like, I mean... We would rock the internet if we just dropped a, a fire planking compilation right now. I'm on board, dude. We should start with like this glass cabinet. <laughs> Plank up there. Uh, yeah, someone should have to move pl- it away from the wall, but yeah. Isn't that nuts how many people had, forget 15 minutes, 15 seconds of fame in this modern era for they would do the, the floor is lava videos. Your or best they would 15 plank. seconds was, was dissecting a fat woman with a katana. I'm going to have much longer than 15 seconds when it comes to that. One of my best 15 seconds was getting a gun put in my face. Yeah. One of my best, one of the most weird viral things I had was just bunny hopping the homeless, which I didn't even do, mm. but I was on the news for it in like every fucking news station. I thought you actually did that. And I was going to be like, that's sort of a genius. No, idea. it was like my fucking, the, the dudes who <sighs> rode for my company, homeless. they huh? did it. They made like a little Instagram video and he like wall rides a bus. He bunny hops over a couple homeless people, whatever. <laughs> it's just like, are they conscious? I mean, they're like, yeah, they're sleeping. laid out, sleeping on the street type shit. But it's like <laughs> these dudes bunny hop like this fucking high all day. Yeah. And this guy's ankles are like an inch off the ground. So it just seemed like such a ridiculous thing exactly. to get offended by. But somehow that video started going viral on Facebook. And then all of a sudden, boom, they're like showing up at the store. And I'm high as fuck. Fuck, if you go watch the clip, I'm so stoned. I, that's what I was going to say. You look so high in that And they're just video. like uh, trying to get me to talk about it. They're like, uh, are you going to remove it? I'm like, uh, nah, nope. man. Like, <laughs> nobody got hurt. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm just like totally fucking fried having this conversation. But if you're like a BMX or a skateboarder from Los Angeles, you're always alling over homeless people because they're sleeping in your path of direction. Yeah. You're not going to go. You can't go around them because there's a grass patch. You're not going to get off your board every time. And sooner or later, you're just going to figure out how to go over them. I wish that I had trolled harder when they showed up trying to fucking get mm. me to say something because if I had been thinking about it I would have said something funnier like I would have said like you know we own the fucking side I would have played a character I would have oh been like God. we own the sidewalks <laughs> and when we see a bum's legs we bunny hop over the <laughs> bum's legs bitch like I would just go in just act like a total fucking idiot listen you bar spin one of them I'll sponsor you right now. Oh my God. Yo, if they had told me they were coming and I had like fucking an hour to think about it, I might have landed on that technique right there. Okay. Similar topic. Did you see what happened with Anthony Fantano and Drake? I know about Anthony Fantano. He's a pretty big, maybe the biggest music critic on YouTube. On he Earth, realistically, yeah. Albums. What's that? He's the most biggest music critic on Earth, realistically. But he's sure. a YouTuber. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So anyway, Drake. So he posts a video, and I click on the video because this is Drake DM to me, right? And it's Anthony Fantano. He, and, and in the video, he's basically like just going into all this depth about how uh, Drake sent him this this uh, this vegan oatmeal recipe or like a cookie recipe, right? And it, it's weird when you're watching it because he's being like really sarcastic. It's kind of obvious that he's bullshitting. Why the fuck would Drake actually do this? And so he puts out the video. Everybody's reacting to it. And then Drake goes to his story and posts a screenshot of an actual DM that he sent Anthony Fantano where he said, 
I, I should go find it and fucking read it to you guys. But basically, just calling him a bitch. Uh, he says something about I can't believe a white uh, that you convinced a black woman to marry you because Anthony Fantano's wife is black. Wow. And uh, basically, just like calls him a clown and like rates his existence a, a one or whatever. <laughs> you know, uses his rating system Jeez. against him. You can go look this up. So I'm not gonna fucking quote it. But Drake basically said in this DM that looked pretty fucking salty and kind of weird. Like when you consider that like all Anthony Fantano ever did to him was basically just give bad reviews to some of his records you know were like they a, bad or were they like sixes and sevens out of ten i i would have to like re-watch all of his fucking drake reviews throughout his life to get an idea but i'm pretty sure that he's been like reasonably flattering to him but also you know like he i'm pretty sure he gave like his newest album like a one or like uh, a very very bad rating you know then, he hasn't been shy about criticizing him at all for so sure. dude i know zero if, if drake is paying attention drake could certainly find enough to be mad about uh Coming from Anthony Fantano, yeah. Okay, that's hilarious. This is going to be a tangent, but like, I know nothing about fucking hip hop. It right. seems like Drake is pretty highly rated. How uh, would you yeah. rate his last album, honestly? I mean, like, like I wasn't a, a fan of it. I don't think any, like, you know, it really didn't have the impact that the vast majority of his albums have. But he also didn't really like promote it in the same way. Uh -huh. I mean, it is like a dance album. We'll see how it fares long run. I think it was like a very, it was meant to basically bet on this sound becoming big over time a lot of people weren't happy with it right i saw no, a lot of people huge amount of people didn't fuck with it at all but anyway so drake posts this to basically say hey i didn't dm you about oatmeal cookies yeah i dm'd you to tell you you suck and i mean drake is someone who hasn't taken a lot of fucking l's in his career and this definitely kind of looked like an l to me just him posting the dm just looked kind of salty and just just weird like just like yeah. damn like you're you're showing the mean comment that you made Danny Fantano yeah. <laughs> on your social media like acknowledging him putting, yeah. you know you're really putting him out there to your audience you're blowing him up in a lot of ways yeah i don't know it didn't look like a great look and then anthony fantano's sense has like you know kind of been reveling in what I think a lot of people are considering a W that's, for That's him. only a W for you if you get talk shit. Like, if Drake talks shit to you, it's yeah. like, okay, awesome. It's like, he knows who the fuck I am. I'm getting under his skin. It, and makes, then also, it makes Anthony Fantano look like a fucking genius because he yeah, somehow was able to take Drake dissing him privately and get Drake to publicly yes. expose it yes. by creating this goofy-ass story that yes. nobody in their right mind would fall for. You're it was, so right. I mean, it's quite... Clever, really. You're so right, because if Anthony Fantano made a video, uh, Drake attacked me personally, like, cancel him, he would have been the bitch. But he made it, he baited Drake into being the guy exactly. who shared that. And yeah, you're you're right, dude. It is, as you put it, like a, a loss for Drake, because I've been, I just rewatched the Conor McGregor documentary, right. and I realized that that is the point where Conor became unsympathetic and started losing a lot and kind of lost a lot of his fans. Is when. when he went from talking shit generally about the guy's fighting ability and like what's visible on his person to attacking families right. and like DMing wives and doing shady shit. That's when the, the heel turn took place? Yes. And it sounds like Drake was guilty of that kind of shit. Like, tell, like why did a black woman marry you? I like, think that's, that's how a lot funny. of people are kind of viewing it. I got to go first. What do I do? I just suck in? Yeah, just press your lips against the, that tip and then uh, suck. Pause. <laughs> what the fuck, Yuri? It's you got to like put a, it like that? Well, it's yeah, not just sexual. Put it your lips you that gotta... tip and uh, suck, please. <laughs> then if you could lick the area between my balls and <laughs> anus. Call the goose. <clears throat> I'm not sure how much of that I really 
was took in. It's kind of weird. It feels like when you look at it, it feels like you could just smash the whole bag, but yeah. it's impossible. It's like there's not enough space in your lungs. Uh, let me learn you two young boys something here. Okay. Good luck, my friend. It looks like a limp white pickle. And that's the other thing is the smoke is not supposed to be dense. It's supposed to be hella light. It's supposed oh, to be it's better. Supposed to be like yeah, that. Yeah, like this is actually too dark. Like uh, they want it to be very light. It's supposed to be better for your lungs. Like, that's like for me, it didn't feel like I was really like taking that much of a hit of that's something. That's kind of the point. Yeah. Interesting. It's like for people that smoke blunts all day and they're worried about like resin, you know, covering up their lungs. Like they'll they'll switch to shit like this because it's healthier because it's vaporizing. It's not combusting the weed. I guess I do feel pretty high from that. Yeah, if, this... if you finish like two or three bags, you're gonna be so stoned, bro. I feel definitely better about hitting this. I feel definitely better about hitting this than that bong I hit. The, oh, really? The bong was bad, dude. That felt like I was in, in, just taking in like a lung full of insecticide. <laughs> you, <laughs> you were jumping around in the chair like a fucking frog. That was funny as fuck. Are you ready rough, for the dab? Dude. Dude, I am not taking a dab. Bro, I, you, you can do this. The dab is what you need in your life for sure, dude. Dude, you... You need a statement Are you piece. taking one? Mm, sure. Uh, what was that? I will, yeah. That was an evasive affirmative. I will do it. I um, I'm... Continue. Listen, there was a time period... You got that. There was a time period back in the day, right, where everybody was, t was taking dabs, but they were heating it up way too much, right? Oh, yeah, uh, red hot. So they would make it super fucking hot, which exactly. I guess fucks it up and makes it bad, right? Well, it's just like when it's red hot, the smoke that's going into your lungs is literally like 900 degrees. But if you wait for the thing to cool down to like four or 500, then you throw the wax in there, the smoke is going to be at that lower temperature. But me and my friends would actually do that purposely to like people in, my, in our school that... They would just ask us, like, hey, we want to smoke. We know you guys are stoners. Like, can we take a dab with you? And we would line them up a giant dab and tell them, like, go, go, go. Like, take it as soon as possible and have them take it red hot just to get a Danny Mullen type reaction where they're jumping all over the room, coughing uh -huh. their lungs out. It was funny. I don't know. It was just, like, a funny thing to do to troll people. And when I think about that time period in my life, we were smoking a lot of blunts and then I would go a lot of places. That, that was back in the, in the days when everywhere was a fucking dab bar. In, like, 2015, mm. 2016, okay, yeah, right. 2017, everybody just thought dabs were the future so you would go to all these like hipster ass events and cool events and stuff and they would have a dab bar set up because it's actually really simple to do you just have a bunch of these fucking things out and they would have like you know a couple of hot girls or whatever and they're sitting around fucking serving dabs to you or whatever and i would hit it and yeah i would end up fucking coughing a lung up and it would just absolutely kill me and when i think How back on you? it i was high as fuck and when I think back on it, it's like, yeah, it was fucking too hot. That's probably why it was fucking me up so bad. Bro, I remember there was a dad bar I used to go to where you could, they had like a whole, uh, like a bookshelf, a giant bookshelf of different bongs, and you could rent the bongs and shit. And then this is like way before COVID, and like, I feel like you could wipe it if you wanted to. You could like bring your own little wipey and stuff, yeah. but they were just renting these bongs out, and no, no one was cleaning them or anything. Everyone's reusing the water and all that shit. Like, you think back to it, you're like, bro, that show's so disgusting. Are dabs still big, though? It feels like you don't hear people talk about it. It anymore. seems like such a degenerate way to smoke to me no yeah. it's it's like the people would compare it to like the cocaine of like of like weed smoking because it's so expensive because nowadays it's not just dabs uh it's uh it's rosin which is like you take weed and you press it between two hot plates and you, you squeeze the juices out or whatever it's, it's like a, rosin ro that's what they, that's what you call it instead of resin it's like called rosin when uh. you when you do that squishing method and that stuff can go from like a hundred to two hundred dollars a gram you know what i mean depending on what it's made out of and you could smoke a gram in like uh, one session you know what i mean so there's literally people out here who, who will show up with like five or six grams of rosin and just like have a giant ass and they're smoking like five like it's literally like sipping lean almost they're can like I, smoking a thousand dollars worth of wax can we talk about something real quick i want to run this by adam are you good on this bag right now i'm good for just a second here oh, okay, and i'm gonna okay. run this by you too 
I feel like Adam might understand this. Like, I like to jerk off. Okay. Militantly. Militantly jerk off. Very Standing out of tension. Yes. Mm. I jerk off a lot to conventional pornography, however. I use simply a vino, some wadded up toilet paper. I do my business. <laughs> you I have, get it you done. Have lotion? You actually lose, use lotion? I'm circumcised like a proper Christian, buddy. Oh, my God. Okay. I beat my dick dry. Dude, I don't, but I'm the one who's got a bad chafe right now, I think, going, so... Spit on it once in a while. But whenever I start, or if I started getting fleshlights involved, and I started hanging myself by the neck in the closet, that would be too far, and I would no longer be masturbating. I would be a creep. But are you tempted to do those things? Do you think they would turn you off? More often than you care to know. (laughs) But no, but like, here's the thing. Fucking people go into rosin bars... And smoking volcanoes in one hand while they're heating up a dab over here on the right side. That's like jerking off with all of these apparatuses. It's fucking nerdy. Oh, my There's God. better uses of the time. Light a blunt, light a joint, and go about your day. No, okay, so here's the part where I guess you can consider it even more nerdy. Is like people aren't just like using these apparatuses because it's just like you know a $15, $20 piece. These uh, there's like actual glass artists who make these things have a whole like fan base built behind them or like have years and years of experience and people are really purchasing these things to kind of have like an art piece instead of having like a painting hanging in your house they'll spend a thousand up to like hundred thousand dollars on a piece they could you know display and smoke out of Dan Bilzerian like had like millions of dollars worth of those in his crib he do you know it's funny Dan Bilzerian uh, this is when I was super into the weed community and stuff like that um, one of his tweets went viral because he tweeted out just took Ambien. Or no, woke up from an ambient trip and uh, and uh, looked at my bank account. And I spent thirty thousand on glass. So he had no idea about the glass community. Didn't know anything about it. But I guess he was on ambient. I don't know what ambient does to you, but apparently he made a bunch of online pur- uh, purchases. One of the things he bought was like a ten or fifteen thousand dollar bong. Uh, he got a lot of respect for it uh, in the community or whatever. He got in touch with that same artist and had him make him uh, like a custom chandelier that cost like $300,000 or something like that. It was just crazy. It's basically a bunch of glass lamb skulls. Do you trust the thing that Dan Blazarian says happened? <laughs> uh, well, it's not Dan Blazarian that said it. It was, uh, it was like the artist that came out and said it. He was like, yeah, he commissioned me to make him these pieces. That's and nice. people speculate on the person. That's I mean, nice the, that the, the glass thing. company welcomed him because, or the community yeah. welcomed him because in the poker community, Dan Bilzerian is a very volatile uh, really? relationship with the community. That's what I was getting at. Like, I feel like anything he says he does well, it's embellished, like his poker playing. Well, is... the thing about Dan Bilzerian is that he came up at a time when there was a lot less, uh, you know, when pro poker players weren't just like human computers, where there was a lot more like instincts involved. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's happened that quickly. Huh? There, there's like different ways to make money in poker. And one way is to get really, really, really good and play against the best players in the world and win money off them. And the other way is to network and build relationships with rich people who want to gamble off millions of dollars yeah. and basically get them to get extremely drunk and play against you and just actually be up for this challenge of playing at insane stakes. And Dan Bilzerian is allegedly very, very good at the latter and did a shitload of that in his time. So naturally, the really, really great poker players really like to challenge the fact that he made all this money in poker because obviously it's not like tracked or anything. There's no way to prove it. Yeah. And then also there's like a... A certain percentage of the poker community that's basically like social justice warriors, and they take the fact that he's really? had some negative comments, relationships with women, or whatever. Dude, they, poker's through, through going well. Roof. 
Everybody, every interest has at least a woke contingent. I wouldn't say that most most of the poker community is woke, because especially. I think that the extent to which a community will allow itself to become completely woke has a lot to do with what percentage of that community is women. Yeah. Because the poker community is 95% male. Yeah. So there's like a relatively small percentage of guys that will just naturally gravitate towards like extreme left ideas, yeah. you know? Whereas if you're in like the yoga community, can you imagine the level of oh. woke bullshit that you're oh probably forced to go along with oh because of the fact like for women, a lot of that woke shit is just basically like affirming for them it makes them feel better about their place in life because it makes them feel like they're victims yeah they can use it to obtain power in the workplace or whatever yeah you know so for women they they love it they gravitate towards this intersectionality bullshit like crazy yeah and so if you're a guy working in a world that is like mostly women like if you're working in broadway you are powerless. Yeah. Oh, dude. You it's never all see gay a, dudes and women. They're fucking playing the woke exactly. game. All of them. You never see a stray guy in a in a yoga circle in a public park. You know but what I meanwhile, hip hop very resistant to being turned woke because yeah. it's mostly men. Yeah, true. Yeah, you're doing um, video gaming. You're, as well, you're making good bit. points here. And then if you go to indie rock. Super oh, woke because exactly. every indie rock band has a chick keyboardist. Yeah, so you slap mm. an ass and you're fucking done. Your whole career is over. Our boy from band is, Fire. is pulled from playlists left and right. Check this out. Did you hear about the guy from Mumford and Sons? Who he, I think he was the banjo player. Yeah, he which was is just a Trump supporter, right? He tweeted about Andy No, the journalist who right. exposed Andy. He said Antifa's. he read his book. That's it. Yeah. Nothing about Trump. He just read a journalist who got attacked by Antifa's book. And granted, I don't know everything about Andy No. I just, from what I've heard, he pretty clearly seems like a victim of a violent attack. He definitely was in, like, in that scenario. I mean, I don't fucking love the guy, and I feel like he does a lot of, like, relatively dishonest reporting. But yeah, for sure, the fact that he was kicked out of Mufford's. Well, he was basically, like, asked to leave. Because I think he announced, he announced that he was going to be leaving. But I mean, if you're somebody like this who seems like he has an open mind about the world around him, I mean, why exist in this fucking prison where you're basically forced to hide your ideas from the world? Like, could you imagine if any of us worked at, like, let's just say Microsoft? And I don't know if they're like the wokest <clears throat> company on earth, but we we've already said so many things throughout the course of this podcast that yeah. would get us fired. Yeah, you just gotta live like you got a fucking gun to your head all the time yeah. if you want to exist uh, yeah. within the fucking woke world these days, which is all these corporations that basically are. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're so well, right, you, dude. You know, or, like, or maybe you're lucky enough that they don't gang up on you. That somehow, like, even you being a little bit edgy, you don't really like. They don't decide to team up on you at some point but for most guys it's like a very realistic concern yeah i've worked uh multiple real jobs where that's been a problem dude really? and that was pre-trump a lot of those so it was better back then and i still managed to be so offensive unconsciously mm. that i would constantly be a complaint brought up in meetings if i was gonna work somewhere and I wanted to keep my job, I would basically just have to act like a robot because everything that goes through my head is so offensive. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't seem yeah. like there's like any way that I would be able to like maintain my job for yeah. long. It's just like my brain goes in bad places. I like know, I just got to say the worst thing. You just got to get the right type of job. That's why I always hated uh, those jobs where you actually got to communicate with people like sales and all that shit. It's like it's, it's nice to go to a job where they're like, hey, go to this room and move these bricks from this side of the room to that side you of the room. 
out. And you're done at 8 p.m. It's did, just like, all right, all right perfect. I don't have to communicate with anyone. Yeah, I, I had jobs like that, too. I had jobs where I just had to, like, move a bunch of boxes. Those yeah. go by the slowest, though. But you can have, you can have AirPods in and listen to podcasts. Yeah. That's true, exactly. It's just, sometimes if you talk, like, when you're at a shift, like, maybe 5% of people will actually be super cool when you're working a shitty job and sometimes you can have a conversation with some dude who's like in from Miami and he's all coked up and his girlfriend's <laughs> got her titty hanging out maybe you can talk to that guy for 20 minutes and it'll feel like three minutes mm. and those chip yeah, actually, away you know, at the length of the you're night you're kind of right uh, I remember I actually used to work for this com- uh, it was like an air conditioning repair company and I was the dispatcher for all the repairmen and all the phone calls I was just like taking phone calls all day every single one of those phone calls was people calling because they're angry at home and their AC wasn't working and our re- repair guy was late That's or sucks. Yeah. Missed his appointment, and every single person was just fucking screaming at me. That's and, pretty uh, rough. But after a certain point, after you like work at a job for, well, at least after I would work at a job for two, three months, I'd feel comfortable smoking on my lunch break and shit. And I would <sighs> just come back stoned and just like listen to these people screaming into the emptiness of my brain. I'm just like, okay. Once you <laughs> get comfortable enough with your job that you feel comfortable getting high as fuck for the job, then that's a good spot to be in for sure. I like any job that I had where it kind of doubled as a workout. Like I kind of liked pushing carts. Oh, exactly. I didn't mind delivering newspapers with a heavy-ass bag on my shoulder. I mean, I kind of hated it, but, Mm -hmm. like, it felt like I was getting the workout in. And whenever I see my fucking uh, housekeeper, whenever I see her, like, going for a walk with the baby, I'm kind of like, I'm really financing your cardio for this hour. <laughs> uh, that would be $25 a month. <laughs> I know you sit her down. You're like, hey, actually, I thought about it. You're benefiting more than, you know, you're losing here realistically. But okay, I'm happy to finance her cardio for the record. But have you heard about this, this like, new shit where people who work from home that basically, like, your employer will allow you to work from home, but they install software on your computer that basically tracks you yeah. working at all times. And if you take time to go do something else, it'll basically flag you as not being there for that like 15 minute increment and you won't get paid your rate for that percentage of time wow it's better to be at work at that point because if you're at work, you can fuck off. And I know. Have as tight as security. Work the is best all part about, about finding those those pockets to fuck off. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a serious job. 100%. Yuri was so good at it. <laughs> hey, I loved when we were working from home. That shit was awesome. Josh but... can tell you all about Yuri's pocket. Oh my god! But uh, when you're working <laughs> from you home, mean, it's what like you mean your pocket here. My pocket. Wait, what are you well, talking Josh, about? Josh, what was he doing with his pockets? You know what? Actually, I do have a question for you. You were saying earlier <laughs> that there is a line between masturbation and when it's gone too far. Yeah. What happens when you get fruit involved? Oh Get God. out of my sight. You're oh, going to make the answer to that question. He, all right, spoiler, uh, clip notes. He <laughs> fucked an orange in high school, and everybody makes fun of him on the podcast, and he complains as if he doesn't want them to talk about this, and then here he is bringing it up to it's somebody who doesn't too, It's know a part it. of my uh, like image at this point. Listen, you could have let him find uh, out in an organic I, way. I feel, <laughs> like, I feel like an orange is not a lot of depth to put your penis into. It was a, like a grapefruit-sized orange. you got to make holes on both one. sides, and then you can sort of... Yes. Yeah. Fuck it. yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> watermelon would have been good. I like your idea, though, Adam. Just go straight out the back, and then you can really fucking ram into it. But you that see, thing. it's like my parents are home, and I'm trying to sneak in you know, an item into the bathroom to use. It's like I, if I'm bringing a watermelon to the bathroom, it brings in a lot of suspicion. But if I just have an orange in my pocket, no one's going to ask any questions. <laughs> Fuck a watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's tough getting rid of the body after that one. You got a, 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 exactly. a watermelon with a dick-sized There's hole in it. Red <laughs> sauce everywhere. You're, like, you're, you're going to have to clean everything sticky. But, but would you cut it open and like eat the part that your dick didn't touch? Oh, you know, the part that this dick did. Because that's how I feel. Like if I if I like drop some food in the trash and then like realize I want to eat it, I'll eat it as long as it didn't touch anything crazy. 
What if you had dropped that food on top of like a cum napkin? No, that's. I want to eat cum today, dude. I, I also oranges that citric acid that must not have felt good. That's in your the main thing everyone yeah. says. They're like, uh, must have burned, must have burned. No, it's uh, like have you, you squeeze orange juice on your hand. Does how's it feel? Does it burn? It's been a while since I've done that. Well, but, you know, uh, okay, you not a, not a single it, feeling. And I really want beaten off raw. You just really jerk off with no lubricant, just with hands. Circumcised or not circumcised? Circ. Yeah, you look circumcised. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> yeah, um, you you look circumcised. Uh, I've seen his I've face. already revealed it. No, I'm not. Oh, oh you. And I'm proud of it, actually. That is, says it Genesis, dude. Sorry. The idea your of your head of your penis just scraping against your jeans all day, bro. It's like you, you're gonna have facets on your cock. I'm not dude. gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna circumcise my child if I have a boy. G- good decision. I'm, I'm gonna leave him anteater out. We've I, I don't I think, back it. Okay, I don't think we've ever I've never met a person like this, but Joe Joe Rogan has talked about how there's a certain percentage of kids who've been circumcised and the procedure has gone wrong or infection has happened yeah. and they lose their dick. And I, I don't think I've ever heard better. that story. Though. I've heard it feels better to leave the the fucking foreskin. <laughs> what if we get a moil for sex? Oh yeah, you know what it's a moil is? It's a guy who chops kids' penises off. But doesn't he do it with his teeth? Oh my god. Uh, Josh confirmed that that was an old old school thing. It is? Yeah, that's what he said. It was an old school thing. I'm sorry. If your job is biting off a baby foreskin, you're the most gangster motherfucker. (laughs) How is that (laughs) even a thing? How did humanity dream that up? I thought you were going the complete opposite way. If you bite off baby foreskin, you're a piece of so shit. If you, if you watch a woke Stand podcast, away. though, that's like actually what it would be like. <laughs> Eating baby foreskin is bad. I know exactly. If you do that, you are bad. Like I watched, I watched a clip of a uh, Hassan and fucking Ethan H three uh, going in on Nick Fuentes, who mm-hmm. I'm not not a big fan of Nick Fuentes necessarily, but the way that they were just like, girls don't like you. Like you're not gonna get girls. Like you're you're racist. It's and girls aren't gonna like you. Bro. And I noticed. That the like bar was like ninety percent dislikes. You know, I was so, gonna say. I was like, ah, I'm not the only one who uh, noticed that this was a little flavorless. I stopped. Dude, Ethan is. I, I oh, can't sorry, watch sorry. that guy anymore. Is what yeah, I, same. Like, I stopped watching his stuff a long time ago, but I did notice that he had this reoccurring thing that he would do when he would try to troll people or make fun of people. Is he would be like, they don't have any like girl getting abilities. They could never get a girl on the street. All this stuff. I'm like, bro, you've been married for like twenty years, and like. Take a look at yourself, bro. It's like you're not gonna pick up any girls on the street any day now but either. I don't know. Ethan and he just like Nick so quick to say that in a hotness contest. Like I'm not really sure who I would go with on that. I don't know much about Nick Fuentes. It just yeah, it seems like H three H three has woked it up lately, dude. Bro, at it's one point complete red. Yeah, like, he has to be a little bit self aware of it at a certain point, right? I wonder because at one point he tr- he called out Joe Rogan for being unhealthy. Yeah, right. I forgot what he said. He said something about Joe Rogan being unhealthy. And I'm that like, was like the most viral that's fucking like thing the, in the world. That's, that's the most let you tell it moment you. ever. Yeah, you know? he, he's like, his last couple of thumbnails have just been celebrating people getting canceled. Oh, I know. Like he, he celebrated Andrew Tate getting canceled. He had a video titled, like, Ben Shapiro is a hateful little man. I mean, him and Trisha, like, when they were really rocking, that shit was like full on canceling For somebody real. every week. Like exactly. they, they even I think really? have, have kind of acknowledged that, yeah, that got really a little was. wacky. But did you see that Trisha Paytas had her baby and uh, some people are trying to raise a stir on social media because she's already put out content of her doing ASMR whispering to the baby. No. Really? I didn't see that. <laughs> no. I saw this on Twitter. Yeah. She, that is unfit to be a mother right there. No. Oh, no, is a great girl. I think that making her baby a co-conspirator in her ASMR channel is just great. 
I wonder how many views that got. Let I mean, me it's, take a look it's fucking funny. I don't know much about Trista. So I, I shouldn't talk shit I want to know what the market is for this. I might have been the last person to put my penis in Trisha Paytas before she decided to get married. Honestly, what, you, you had sex with her on Plug Talk? No, on uh, Lena's OnlyFans. God, I would have loved to have participated in that. Wow, you fucked her. <laughs> wow, you fucked her. No, 116K on the ASMR video. And then Jeez. only, well, 400,000 people tuned in three days ago to, to see Meet Our Daughter. And then 13 what? hours ago, 200,000 people tuned in for the birth vlog, labor, and emergency C-section. Oh, no. 136,000 views on Pack My Hospital Bag With Me. Wow, this this seems. You don't think the ASMR of the baby is a little tasteless? Plus the other ten <laughs> videos. But the thing with Trisha that I've never <sighs> been able to figure out is like. Also, I think it's the thing that she might be self aware enough where this is the thing that saves her from being fully canceled. Is the thing that like you can't really tell what's going on up there. You know what I mean? Like it's like it, yeah, you never really get like a full on like this is like it always just seems like it's a convoluted thing where like she's trying to cancel someone or she's giving some crazy story that, I think she's off that doesn't wagon, align. Yeah, Since she, she left Ethan's net, she seems like she's just like being a mom, not I'm, canceling anyone. I'm wondering okay. She switched it up. I see. I don't know. But I, I mean, what's so tasteless about ASMR? I feel like people almost like want to conflate that with like sexuality. I thought people jerked off to ASMR. I thought that was the only point. No, I, I think that's like one small component of it. But people were complaining because when me and Lena went to Bradley Martin's gym, Lena was like, can you lift the baby up and down? And Bradley is kind of like unsure. Like, is this okay? Like, can I really hold her by the diaper? And he's like lifting her over his head, holding her by the diaper. Because he's scared of getting canceled because of that? Well, I think, you know, he just wanted to make sure that it wouldn't be deemed creepy. We didn't think it was creepy, but I am seeing that there was a post about it in the... uh, the unnamed See, online I, forum. I think that that's more weird. unsafe. I think that's unsafe <laughs> and not necessarily creepy. Whereas exactly. ASMR, that, that I thought people like well, only yeah. jerked off to ASMR. That's no, why I thought the baby thing was creepy. People just like it. My girl it's watches so strange. It. But um, yeah, I apologize to Trisha for making her sound like a pedophile. Then I got nothing against <laughs> Trisha Paytas. I uh, had a fucked her, and I she's got some big titties. I don't know why she she went exclusive with Moses right after we filmed our scene. It would have been great to get in there again. That was like Lena's like best sale ever. Would you guys like to hit this backward over here? A lot of, uh, All right. I'm fucking high, bro. I'm fucking stoned, too. Okay. I'll, hit, I'll hit it once more just uh, you know, solidify this stoniness. So no one's taking that. dabs here, I'm guessing. I cannot take a dab. I'm sorry to disappoint anybody, but no, I won't oh be able God. to drive home. I feel like the podcast is, 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 is kind of over, so I like, don't really want to like end with a dab when... Oh, I see. I thought we were going to end off with a banger. That's why I brought all these. Just suck that sack, Yuri. <laughs> Yuri, you want to hit the dab? I want to watch you hit the dab. That sounds entertaining. Really? Yeah, of course. Oh, that sounds like a thing we could watch right now. But you can't just have one person dabbing. It's always like a two-man thing. Give me the fucking bag, Yuri. Oh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You know what? I will take a dab for you take guys. Take a dab, dude. Come right, on. Let's do this. Um, have you ever greened out? Have you ever gone so high that you like threw up or passed out uncontrollably, basically? On edibles only. Never on vapor. See, I like smoke. again. I like didn't really like feel like that much entering well, my body. You can probably kill like three bags, and it, and you'll probably be fine. You know, it still won't feel like you got a full hit. It's tight because I think I'm gonna do cardio when I go home, and it's gonna be the highest cardio ever. Jesus, what are you gonna hop on? You got a, a Peloton? I just hike around the neighborhood. Really? You got a pretty safe ass neighborhood to be mm-hmm. that confident right now, you piece of shit. I don't live in K Town no more, Danny. Damn, dude. <laughs> I uh, I cannot hike my neighborhood this high. That's for certain. When I no? get, home. dude, it's pretty bad. Where you live in? 
I'm living in Mid City. Okay. My unit's nice, but it's in a really shitty neighborhood. When Lena and I first started dating, I lived in Koreatown, and I lived. Uh, I actually lived at a what was it Wilshire in Vermont? Was the uh, the corner of the the apartment complex that I lived at. So yeah. if, if people who know LA, if you could imagine yourself there. It's pretty close to downtown. The, but there's like a park down the street that is like Lafayette Park. Bum city, like yeah. all bums. But also that corner is the exit of the metro stop too. That's a very popular exit exactly. for the metro yeah. station. Yeah, so there's too. a shitload of people over there as well. And that that area I, I was watching uh Softwide Underbelly one time and I saw a guy actually talking about how he was part of a a, a certain gang and how he just like sold meth in that park all day. Anyway this is when Pokemon Go first came out. Oh, now, yeah. this, this was very early in the Adam 22 fame cycle, so I didn't have to worry about that really. But I would take her and we would march around that park. I would make her do this with me at like midnight for like three hours. She didn't even play Pokemon Go, but she would go with me. And I would just Over be there, catching there's a Raichu. Yeah. Oh, no, that's a guy shooting fentanyl. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, that was pretty much 100% that's, it. Yeah. That One of the most dangerous uh, gangs in LA, that was like the, their origin park as well. Right. I've heard that story as well. Where like that's where they actually get started, and they they all, they're still there all the time. And me and Team Valor, we took them on head to head. Oh my god! And bro. just to like put this in perspective to people, cheers. You are killing it if you live in a neighborhood that you can walk around at night stoned in. <laughs> I don't think people understand at what price point that begins. Maybe three million dollars. This is a squeak. <laughs> Maybe $3 million home purchase in L.A. to feel confident <laughs> walking around under the influence at night. Or you yeah. can check in. But what are they going to do to me? Check in. I don't, I'm, not wearing a, I'm not wearing a chain. Do you got a, bunch of, sure I could check you in. Get a lot of currency <laughs> on your button? Swifty Blue watch right over exactly. me as I walk through the valley. I, I checked into his uh, website earlier today on stream. Swifty Blue's website? He has a website called uh, Swift check in dot, uh, uh, SwiftCheck.in, and it's his website to check in to if you want to visit L.A. Really? And I, uh, I checked myself in. I don't understand. Check in for what? Swifty Blue is a uh, basically a Mexican gang member slash rapper who we interviewed today before you got here. Uh -huh. And um, the meme that's currently going around is basically that if you want to come to LA and be safe, you need to check in with him. Yes, you so get an email. You get a certificate emailed to your email and everything. You could print it out. It's okay. not real. It's and then so like you flash fun. in like, hey, it's fucking Swifty Blue is coming after <laughs> you if you fuck with me. Basically. Okay. Something along those lines. It sounds he, functional for my neighborhood. He, he kept trying to declare that I was a member of his gang today and also let me know <laughs> that if I go to prison, that I must align myself with his gang as well. Jesus. Damn, dude. That's a lot to bite off. You should fucking pass the memo my way, dude. I'm kind of down to join his gang. Yeah? What gang is it? The Mexican thing. <laughs> you think that fit in? <laughs> well, no, because all right. So I was interviewing this fucking uh, white dude uh, named White John, who basically like has been locked up, did plenty of time behind bars and stuff. And he, when he goes to prison or when he goes to the county jail, he gets treated like he's black. Like he he stays with the blacks, he deals with the blacks, etc. He's very much he's from Inglewood, so it's like how he does he talk? Super black. Yeah, closer to a black guy probably than a white uh, guy. I yeah, guess yeah. sure. Yeah, he sounds. He got a little bit of inflection. Yeah, you yeah. could say. But anyway, he 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 gets locked up and he politics with the blacks because he's from England. He's tapped in with all the bloods and shit. And so, uh, but he was telling me that most white guys when they get locked up. They're basically like drug addicts, so they have to go with the Mexicans. And I was like, why? And he's basically like implying that they're being like taken advantage of by the Mexicans for protection in there. Wow. So I told Swifty Blue, 
I don't want to have that kind of relationship with you. So they, the Mexicans fuck the crack addicts? <laughs> I wouldn't even say that they would fuck them necessarily so much as like they would maybe be in charge of selling yes. their butthole <laughs> to anyone who is interested. Which is, that's what I'm really trying to avoid is I don't want Swifty oh. Blue to be my pimp. Dude, that's insane. Because Swifty Blue seems like a great marketer. And I would hate to see the amount of ass that he could sell for me. Like, I, I feel or, like... Dude, listen, this is... I'm not down. Sometimes is, I do think, what would I do if I got sent to jail? Dude, and, that's what I was just thinking. Like, my... I, I will admit, white privilege exists to the extent that, like, if I went to prison and they were, like, pimping me out so I could get raped in the ass, <laughs> I, like... I can't imagine that, and I feel like <laughs> I, I would. I just can't imagine that. Yeah, I got no way to finish my thought here, other than like I'm, I feel like I'm too white. For but that. like, I think that that probably, if you got locked up, would happen. I feel like that's where white privilege has the opposite effect, where you're more likely to fall under those categories but, of like that's the person we want. But isn't there you like? Know? And I'm sorry, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist here, but isn't there like a special court for the white people? Like. Would they be able to help us out? A special oh my god, bro! I'm what joking. special court? You want but a like, different court experience? <laughs> but like, I feel like if I, sh- I'm joking. But like, if I feel like if I showed up in a fucking three piece suit and my hair slicked back, and I was like, "Please, sir, Mister Judge, do not banish me to Pelican Bay," I feel like be like, "You're right. You are a white folk after no, all." Like oh some white god, dudes dude. go to prison, like normal ass dudes. They go to prison and they just like they're getting their booty hole slutted out, and they got to be somebody's girlfriend the whole time they're in there. <laughs> they get out, however many years later, and it's just back to normal like oh like you just gotta act like it didn't happen yeah it's, it's just insane like bro I, i'm so sheltered like that's my white privilege i can't imagine that are I, we gonna get you yeah you've never even been like in the back of a cop car i have i've been arrested but it's always for such white shit like there's drunk. like there's like no thought even that i will go to jail for more than an hour but the the mm. the the, the, the the white people out there don't necessarily get the credit that we deserve for being as oppressed as we are. I remember one time, this this really hurt. This this traumatized me. Oh, this God. scarred me. Okay, I was out riding BMX and I had been at dinner earlier in the night. Right, mm-hmm. I had just gone vegetarian or vegan at the time. I can't remember, but I had a salad in my backpack. Cops pull us over while we're riding bikes. We don't have any lights on our bikes. Whatever they pull us over, they start searching us. That pig went through my salad. He took a fork and he poked around in my salad. Wow. Trying to find some drugs or something. No way, dude. And never have I felt so small. Did you eat that salad afterwards? Hell yeah. <laughs> See, that's uh that's interesting though, because you riding around BMX bikes with tattoos. I was like, like sixteen. Like that's Don't a, minimize my trauma. It's like it was interesting. Like your trauma is valid. Adam, I, I want you to know that. <laughs> Recognize it, my trauma. But it just does make you realize, like, recently, King Croc, like, you know King Croc, he got arrested for being parked on the neighbor, like, on a street in the middle of the night out in front of his house. Like, he got arrested. But was and, he drunk in the car? No, he was sober. But, like, and at first, you're like, oh, that's racism. In like, front of his how, own home? Yes. Like, but at first, you're like, how dare these fucking people arrest him? But then you start finding out that, like, he was smoking. He was, like, blasting music. Mm. He was, like, it was in the middle of the night. And when they came over and talked to him, he was being an asshole. I see. And, like, okay. so, like, many steps down the line, they finally had to take him to jail. Mm. But, like... At first, you're like, racism. But that makes me realize, too, that, like, if some black kids on BMX bikes get pulled over, you're like, racism. 
oh wait, riding a BMX bike around is actually just a really sketchy activity. Yeah. And if you're white doing it, the cops will come after well, you. Well, we're too. literally on private property at some random rail that we're clearly like doing property damage on. Like, yeah. I can't actually fault the cop yeah. for pulling us over and searching our backpacks, especially since I'm pretty sure at the time we were doing graffiti actively. So I'm pretty <laughs> sure the cops might have known about so this that. This is a valid time. arrest completely. <laughs> I wasn't even arrested. They just looked through my salad. But um, <laughs> that's kind of crazy. You know what that reminds yeah. me of? I remember a long time ago when uh, when wax just became a thing. Like in 2015, 2016, no one really knew what the hell it was, really, right? Especially police. Anyways, one day I'm in a parking lot at this park and my car ran out of gas. And I was waiting for um, AAA to bring me some more gas or whatever it is. I'm sitting in that parking lot waiting. Uh, and the park closes at 10. I'm there till like 10, 30, 11, still waiting. A uh, sheriff pulls into the parking lot and he's just like, what are you doing here? Blah, blah, all that stuff and starts searching me. At the time, um, I would smoke uh, dabs all the time. And, I, and uh, you can keep wax in a little parchment paper. It's like a little, little flat little piece of paper, basically. And I would keep that in my ID all the time because that's just, I thought it was a good spot. Anyways, the cop asks for my ID. I'm grabbing my wallet out, and I'm trying to take the ID out. He's like, no, no, he takes the wallet from me. And then he starts taking the ID out, and then, boom, finds a little packet of uh, wax. And then he opens it up. And at this time, wax was new. So this was when, like, this wasn't, like, some nice-looking, clear-looking wax. It looked like honey. It was dark. It looked like heroin almost mm. or something. He opens it up, and he's just like, what is this thing? And it was so weird because I had to go into, like, literally, like, a 30-minute explanation to him, <laughs> telling him that is BHO, it's wax, it's made through these methods, and and like I told him exactly how wax is made and all this stuff, and I was telling him it was just weed. And at the end of the whole thing, he believed me. And you know, so weed was legal at the time. It was legal, but um, I don't know. He was really sussed out by that by that like little fucking wax packet I had. That was a dumb move to put it in with your ID. I, I'd realized that then. The I've cop never been... was probably just enjoying hanging out with you, and he probably just wanted to kick it longer. So he's like, oh. <laughs> like if you're a cop, think about how much shit you could do that's basically just like time wasting. Yeah, but that could totally be viewed as valid yeah like if you're a cop like if i was a cop i think i would do a lot of just driving around like i would just be like hmm yeah i'm gonna spend the next 30 minutes driving around like one of my favorite things at work when i had jobs was to just take a shit and i would just turn it into like a 25 30 minute shit yeah yeah and it's like you know, there's like nine people working at this grocery store or whatever. There's like probably 20 people working here. It's like nobody's going to notice if I go take a half hour shit two times during my eight hour shift. Unless someone's waiting for the lunch break to be, you know, misplaced or, you know, replaced for the lunch break. And yeah, they're just that's like, when the, the run is a problem. They actually dude. need you. Exactly. Dude. And all of a sudden, you like your manager comes, bangs on the door, and like you're halfway through jerking off. But dude, that's where that so term comes from. My boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time.